top of the hour news. As it happens, when it happens, wherever it happens. Local, regional, and global. Only on Q95, the big station. Q95DA.com. Right on Q. Good morning. This is the morning news for today. Monday, 15th, August 2022. I'm your presenter, Hassan Robinson. Here are the headlines. A former National Bank of Dominica and aid bank manager, Julius Corbett, emphasizes that difficulties in accessing finance from banks and especially from credit unions would be a key issue today. St. Lucia Community Consultants for Riverbank Restoration continue as the Agriculture Ministry joins hands with the FAO and the residents of Anzalare and they continue to increase climate resilience. And author Salman Rashidi, who suffered Islamist death threats for writing the Satanic Verses, was attacked on stage in New York State and in hospital. His attacker pleaded not guilty to attempted murder. The news is brought to you for the very kind compliments of Rudolph Thomas Enterprises. The details of these stories and more coming up next. The Big Station, Q95DA.com, right on Q. Rudolph Thomas Enterprise in Portsmouth, your suppliers of building materials and hardware products. Over 20 years experience in the business. Rudolph Thomas has lumber and plywood, Portland and tile cement, steel rods, galvanized and fence pipe. And Rudolph Thomas can meet all your wire needs. Galvanized roofing sheets, doors, windows, toilet sets, face basins and bidets. PVC piping, fittings and lattice. Check out Rudolph Thomas for ceramic and vinyl floor and wall tiles. Nails, nuts and bolts, paint and painting supplies. And check out their line of electrical and hand tools. And Rudolph Thomas is your one-stop shop for hard-to-find items like fiberglass mat and fiberglass resin and welding rods. Go now to Rudolph Thomas on 1240 Bay Street in Portsmouth. And uh, welcome back. First off in our news, a former National Bank of Dominica and aid bank manager Julius Corbett notes that it should be indicated that many years ago when access to banking was uh, quite challenging, we practiced what was known as uh, SUSU or SUBS. Uh, he claims that since Dominica is still having troubles establishing access to bank, it is obvious that we may be simply reverting to that method of money management. Mr. Corbett emphasized that this situation, the credit unions ought to be the ones to step in and assist the people. However, they are now in competition with commercial banks. He continued by stating that the difficulty of accessing banks and specifically credit unions is the key issue at hand, and the industry appears to be suffering as institutions attending now or the attentions of that institutions have now been diverted away from meeting people's demands. And that is the issue right now, the access to bank, in particular the credit, has become extremely difficult in, Do in Dominica. And banks are arguing now, uh, although there's extreme liquidity within the banking system, by and large, the banking industry is suffering because the banks have now moved away from servicing the needs of the people as opposed to what they claim to be protecting the sub a susu sub mm -hmm. where uh, the access to banking was extremely difficult so people used to get together with a group of 10 and say okay they want to buy a fridge they decide i want to take two hands four or five weeks later they'll buy the fridge it seems to me that that's coming back in dominica because the poor people can do not have access to banking anymore the bank have people have thought that the credit union will start to play the role 
that was missing for the minority enterprise and poor people. But today, the curriculum has become so big, they are now competing with commercial banks. And that was a former National Bank of Dominican Aid Bank manager, Julius Corbett. Financial consultant Louis Robinson notes that whilst the National Bank of Dominica is an autonomous, fully-fledged commercial bank, he believes that the bank's chairman ought to be very knowledgeable and experienced in banking and finance. He highlighted that the bank stands alone as a distinct entity, so the branches in Portsmouth and Caneville are part of the bank, which is a legitimate commercial organization. He also explains that it must promote growth for development and for the people, and also believes that the bank's chairman ought to be experienced in banking and finance and this is one of our issues that arises when we elect wards who essentially lack even the most fundamental understanding of banking and finance in his opinion the other thing that we i think that, that is not very understood properly in dominica is that the national bank of dominica as an independent fully fledged commercial bank it's its own entity by itself. It is not a branch of anything. The branch at Portsmouth or at Cainfield are branches of the bank. But the, the bank itself, the bank itself is a fully-fledged commercial entity. It has to facilitate development. It has to facilitate the growth, not only the development of the but of people as well. And I think the, the, the problem, one of the problems that we have, we appoint boards that basically don't have basic banking knowledge. I mean, you could do that. Yes, you could put a farmer on the board, you could, but the chairman of the bank should always be, in my view, either a retired banker or an experienced person who has knowledge of finance, economics, accounting. You must have these kinds of knowledge and experiences. And that was a financial consultant, Louis Robinson. And Team Unity Dominica officially launched over the weekend in Calabishi. Dominica Team Unity Party, or DTUP, has been established and duly registered as a political party on the island of Dominica. The party will be alternatively called Team Unity Party, or TUD, and the party's electoral symbol is the fork. And TUD intends to contest the Dominica general election whenever they are called. The funding or the founding board comprises of Alex Bruno, General Secretary, Carlos Charles, Deputy General Secretary, Kendra Stephen, Executive President, and uh, Kenton Sejar, as well as Irving Emmanuel. The official launch took place on Sunday in the village of Kalibishi, where General Secretary Alex Bruno, speaking at the launching, highlighted some of the team's plans, visions, and ideas for Dominica and the party moving forward. No excuses for not stepping up and saying I was part of a movement before. I ask your forgiveness and I ask you to accept that the mission continues for this movement of forwards. For those of you who I have hurt because of my good intentions, my utterances in whole or fabricated part, to you I offer my apology. And for those who have hurt me, I forgive you completely. I ask for your understanding and patience and kindness and love. Let us not let the light that could shine bright on Dominica's future be deemed under a bushel of doubt, lack of faith and mistrust. Two years ago, ladies and gentlemen, I am wiser two years after. We are a serious plan to unite, organize, strategize around 
a progressive electoral agenda on the terms of the people. The people have spoken and we have stepped up. The idea of personality politics should be replaced with ideology politics. It is time that we identify our best strengths and work together. The political games personship must end in order that real progress begin. And TUD provides the avenue for this to happen. I step up, we step up to represent the cause of unity and progress. And we hope that you will step up with us. And that was the General Secretary of TUD, Alex Bruno. And the Public Relations Office of the United Workers Party, Glenn Coffey, says that the auditor's report for the years 2020 and 2021 revealed that there were no documented procedures for the financial operations of the abattoir for the past two years, which means that it attracts less revenue opposed to expenditures. He was speaking on the Workers' Voice program where he made that statement and added that what is happening is that if an individual is not able to show that they have clarity in your accounting, this proves that something is very wrong. Because what is happening is that if you are not able to show that you have clarity in your accounting, it seems that something is very, very, very wrong. But interestingly, the audit report revealed too. Because if something is not making money, why you have so many high mileages? The audit or the odometer shows that they have high readings with respect to going all about picking up what I don't know they're picking up. <laughs> they have vague entries when come for recording. Miles per gallon, very high. No entries of, of, of spare parts to maintain. That is very telling, and it is very bad. Because here it is, over four budget cycles, the abattoir has been stressed upon and given people the impression that it is doing well. And the kind of resources they put in, both human resources, in terms of personnel, and plus financial resources, it is still not supporting the abattoir. And that is a dismal failure. And that is a PR of the United Workers Party, Glenroy Soso Coffee. And the insurance company of the West Indies has presented a full scholarship valued at EC $10,000 over five years to 11-year-old Janiya Irving. The scholarship awarded ceremony took place at the company's Rosa office on Friday, where Janiya Irving is a former student of Newtown Primary School, attended a pass in June 2022, a grade 6 national assessment, and she will attend the Dominica Grammar School. Manager of ICWI Dominica Earl Edwards noted the contribution would relieve Janiya and her family of a major part of the financial responsibility associated with her secondary school education. ICWI are committed to investing $10,000 into a five-year secondary school journey, and the greater part of the investment has to come from you. If you are to successfully complete this journey, the investment required on your part is your full-time effort, being diligent in your studies, and also adding that we want to thank the Dominica public for their support and patronage because it is of your continued patronage that we in turn have been able to increase the number of scholarships that we offer. It is one of our ways of giving back to the people who have made us their insurer of choice since establishing offices in Dominica November 2019 and ICWI has afforded to award five-year scholarships to four students to attend secondary schools. The company has also supported social causes including sponsorship of the Dominica uh, Cancer Awareness Drive and I guess that was quotes from uh, manager of ICWI Earl Edwards. Still in local news, a senior manager, Internal Audits Department, Bank of St. Lucia Limited, Melissa Simon, explains good corporate governance as a system by which companies are directed and controlled. 
Board of Directors are responsible for the governance of the companies. The shareholders' role in governance is to appoint the directors and the auditors to satisfy themselves that an appropriate governance structure is in place. Speaking via Zoom platform, Mrs. Simon or Simone uh, shared her professional views on what good corporate governance involves. From my perspective, sound corporate governance in the financial sector, um, it requires the, the, the harmonization of the efforts of all the key players. I think first and foremost, we need to ensure that there's a, an effective legal framework, um, one that specifies the basic legal rights and the obligations of corporate entities, um, their directors, their shareholders, etc. Um, it should also specify the disclosure requirements, um, as well as providing for the effective enforcement of the law. So even from a legal standpoint, we, we need to ensure that there are mechanisms in place to ensure that um, to ensure ongoing compliance with those requirements. I think from a supervisory or regulatory um, standpoint, we need um, the regulators to, to provide guidance um, regarding the tenets of, of good corporate governance. Um, and that way, you know, the, even their monitoring efforts should be focused on ensuring and assessing the adequacy of the corporate governance um, efforts of the the players in the in the financial sector. Um, you know, I think even from a, at a local government level as well, there's also the case that can be made for you know leading by example. The right practices and the right principles are, are endorsed and supported throughout the banking sector. And that was the senior manager internal audit department, Bank of Saint Lucia, Melissa Simon. And according to economist Dr. Thompson Fontaine, the existence of various banking industries depends greatly on the public's trust in the financial system. He points out that one of the fundamental nations or notions or core concepts of banking is that it relies on public and institutional trust. He added that if confidence is lost and people start withdrawing their savings and hard-earned money, the bank would experience what is known as a run, which might lead to its demise. So it is crucial to emphasize the importance of trust between public and the bank. As individuals, we have the faith or the belief that when we surrender our hard-earned cash into the banking system, that when we are ready for this cash, we can get it back. So there is an element of trust that people basically surrender their wealth to an entity that we call a bank. And the bank then goes on to lend these monies to other people and create the, the money multiplier impact. Now, once this confidence is gone, once people start to lose confidence in the banking system, then they begin to withdraw their, their, their monies. And if enough people withdraw their savings from the banking system, we have what is called a run on the bank, and ultimately the banking system itself can collapse. So this whole issue of, of confidence and faith in the banking system is critical for the long-term survival of the banking system. And that was economist Dr. Thompson Fontaine. And after competing at the 44th International Chess Olympiad, the Dominican Chess Federation performed top tier on the world stage. Dominica's final ranking after 11 rounds, with their initial stat of 180 over 188 countries, saw their rank increase by 10, with 170 out of 180 countries being the current standings. Out of 11 games played, two games were won, three games were drawn, and six games were lost. The teams played against Afghanistan, San Marino, Palau, Jordan, Togo, Liechtenstein, Bermuda, Maldives, and Gersney. 
Uh, the players were Francis, Nigel Francis, uh, scoring 2.5 points, Lyndon Ogis with 3 points, Larry Thomas with 5, and Brandon Henry with a 50% average of 2 games, scoring 1. And the Dominica Chess Federation feels very confident in their performance as every match played brought new layers of experience and wisdom, thus allowing the players and the sport to grow. The Olympiad tournaments have brought new vigor and ambition to the Federation as the team performed masterfully amongst some of the brightest and toughest players in the world and came home proudly knowing that we are forced to be reckoned with. The support received from everyone involved in the journey provided great motivation and courage to the team as they hope this will help inspire others to take on the sport and continue with the action plan with even bigger ambitions for the sport moving forward. In other news, St. Lucia Community Consultants for Riverbank Restoration continue as the Ministry of Agriculture, Fisheries, Food Security and Rural Development joins hands with the Food and Agriculture Organization and the residents of Anzalari continue efforts to increase the climate resilience. The last 10 years have been suffering with bad water quality by a lot of bad practices, deforestation, sun mining, pumice mining, um, illegal um, illegal um, harvesting of whether it be bamboos or forest species to make charcoal for persons to make a living. So there, um, with this project, we welcome it that it will improve the water quality and water quantity in our rivers. As um, bulk waste like fridges and stoves and old bicycles and so on in our rivers, it hurts, it hurts, it hurts because our rivers are supposed to be enjoyed by all our populace and it is not a place for people to dump garbage. Our farmers, the type of land management activities in close proximity to the rivers, you know, where they, you know, there is the tethering of, tethering of the cattle and other livestock along the riverbanks, degrading the riverbanks and making it difficult for any form of vegetation to survive. Also in other news, author Salman Rushdie, who suffered years of Islamist death threats after writing and publishing the Satanic Verses, have been attacked on stage in New York State. He was stabbed in the face, neck, and abdomen by a knife-wielding 24-year-old man and is in still critical condition in hospital, but he has been removed from the ventilator. The Booker Prize winner, 75, was speaking at an event at the uh, Chautauqua Institution at the time in New York, Police has more. The news that's come out of New York State just uh, within the last hour about the novelist, the author Salman Rushdie, who has been stabbed at an event in New York State. Uh, details still coming in, but police say that he has been flown to hospital. Salman Rushdie lying on stage at this event where he was due to speak at the Chatachua Institute. Uh, it's a, an arts um, and, and um, education center in, in New York State. Um, we could see uh, him surrounded by people providing uh, medical assistance, but we do now have it confirmed in a police statement that there was an attack on Mr. Rushdie. Uh, this, the police statement says uh, that he has suffered an apparent uh, injury to his neck. Uh, and that he was taken by helicopter to hospital and his condition is unknown. 
as you say, Jane, uh, you know, Mr. Rushdie has lived under this threat of assassination for more than 30 years after that fatwa was issued back in 1989 uh, by the then uh, supreme leader of, uh, of Iran who had deemed his book, The Satanic Verses, to be blasphemous. Uh, there have been a number of other attempts on his life over the years. Uh, he's an Indian-born British citizen, but now lives in New York, so he won't have been far from home attending this uh, event uh, in upstate New York. And as you'd imagine, uh, you know, already an outpouring of, of shock uh, and upset uh, on social media, um, in particular, of course, from the literary word, world, but uh, uh, politics and, and uh, you know, uh, 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 social media users in general uh, reacting uh, with horror to this news. And as the morning news, as a recap of the headlines. Uh, former National Bank of Dominica and aid bank manager Julius Corbett emphasizes that difficulties in accessing finance from banks and especially from credit unions would be a key issue today. St. Lucia community consultations for riverbank restoration continue as the Agriculture Ministry joins hands with the FAO and the residents of Ancillary continue efforts to increase climate resilience. And Arthur Salman Rashidi, who suffered Islamist death threats for writing the satanic verses, was attacked on stage in New York State in hospital now, and his attacker pleaded not guilty to attempted murder. When it happens. The news is brought to you for the very kind compliments of Rudolph Thomas Enterprises. I've been your presenter, Hassan Robinson. Q, top of the hour news.